another episode of Beauty with a Twist, and we're back with another guest. Drumroll. And now she's my roommate. Uh, oh my gosh. Say, what's Cheers. up? Cheers. Hi, Rumi. What's up? Hey, how are you? <laughs> how are you? Dude, we live together now. Oh my God, hold on. Are you saying that? Let me just say off really quick. I'm um, um, this fucking wine though. Hold on, I'm a little hot. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Back to business. I though. know that look when you're like. <laughs> okay, can I just say that we live together now? We do, and so we know each other very, very well, <laughs> like a little too well. <laughs> How long has it been since the last time? What since you filmed? What was it like? Eight December. Months ago? It was December of last year, right? No. Uh, earlier this year. March? Huh? No. No, it wasn't. April. April? No. No. Um, I think it was like tra- probably January, February. I kid you not, I think it was December. Okay, well, anyways. Or maybe January. Anyways, since then, how are you doing? What's been going on? How's the beauty bar by Z? A lot has changed, like a lot. Uh-huh. We live together now. I just had my grand opening. Mm-hmm. It's been crazy, but we're here. And we just got to keep moving forward. Yeah, I know. How's your business going? You know what? It's going really, really well. Mm-hmm. I can't complain. I know on uh, your last podcast, you spoke with Gio about how slow the industry is. And trust me, like, it was like that everywhere. Yeah. And sometimes I felt alone. I was like, oh, my gosh, is it just me that's, like, slow? Yeah. And now, like, living with you, it's, like, ten times better because we're like, no, I'm slow, too. Okay. <laughs> Like, we okay. come home and we're we like, uh. and then you know what? I think it's like rent too. Oh yeah, rent. And I'm like, I don't know, Deepa. We gotta figure it out. No, like, we gotta figure it out. Yeah, like there's no way. Yeah, that's it. I know because no. But yeah. overall, like, how's like the business going on? Like overall business with your girls side, with my girls, it's going well. You know, little bumps in the road here and there, but it happens with everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel like every business goes through it. But I feel like everything that's happened in the past couple months. Has been a lot of stress, but I'm like learning to cope with it, learning to grow from it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important thing that we can do is learn from experiences, make it a lesson instead of like complaining about it. I learned to stop stressing, to be honest. Yeah. What do you think the hardest part about opening up your business was? I think the hardest part was just like managing stress because I feel like we're our biggest enemies. I'm a very like perfectionist and I want things done like now. Yeah. And when I ask someone to do something and they don't do it, like you go back and I go back and fix it. (laughs) Dude, that's so true. Like my dad probably hates me at this point. Like (laughs) (laughs) that man, I have him there. I love him so much. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, dad, but like, look at that. And my dad does an amazing job, but it's just like, no, dad, like, look at this, look at that. And if you're on my close friends list, you saw what I did with my wall, the sign, the ugly letters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really bad. Long story short, I put up a sign that... Not shout out to Etsy? No. (laughs) We're canceling Etsy from now on. But it was so bad and I hated it. Like, I came home and I told Dee, like, it was right before a homing party. Like, I just like, Dee, like, I hate it. And she's like, it's okay, we'll go Sunday. Like, and I could not wait. I was like, nope. No, she literally did it the next day. I literally did it the next day. I was like, this is not going to be on my wall for the next 24 hours. Yeah, that was was not okay. But I think that's the hardest part is just stress and learning how to manage it, learning how to be easier on ourselves. Because it's just crazy to me how sometimes people can have so much effect in your life. Yeah. Like in any way possible. Yeah. 
And ever since like the past couple months, seeing like the stress my business gave me, like, you know, things that happened mm-hmm. inside your business, inside my business, within my business, even clients, like even clients stresses out. Mm-hmm. So I just learned like, no, I'm not going to let this affect me because I don't want someone to have that much. How do you say it? I want to control t- or yeah. power over me. Yeah. In such a like a situation. I like feel that. like with that, I feel like we need to talk about like what happened with that whole. We're not going to say what you did, mm-hmm. but like you what the stress caused you, you know, you know, what yeah. I'm talking, right? Like my surgery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like because I feel like it's, did it's you, have you told your clients about it or something. I told some of my clients. OK, yeah. It's, so it's, I'm going to like say like a little gist of it. Don't say what you got, though. No, it was just like the surgery, like nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing crazy. I had to get it done. It was for medical reasons. Yeah. So I had the surgery and weeks prior to this, I had a lot of stress on my business, like a lot. It was within clients. It was within the girls there. And like, I'm a very drama free person, you know, Mm -hmm. anytime that even me didn't go out, I tell her like, you don't fight. I'm I'm not fighting. And I fight. And yeah, she fights. (laughs) And same thing with at work. Yeah. If something's not working out, I'd rather just like, hey, you know what? It's not working out. Like, cut it off. Mm-hmm. Because why am I going to stress about it? Yeah. So long story short, I went into surgery. And I think I was just too stressed out mm-hmm. going into surgery. Mm-hmm. That when I woke up from the anesthesia, it was like the worst. Like, I couldn't like. And can I say that it was so stressful. She was so stressed out to the point she would come home every single day complaining about everything and like leading up to like her surgery even like the day she left she was still stressing yeah and tell them like what like that's fucking crazy so i went to surgery and i had surgery last year as well like medical reasons as well and it was fine so that's why i went for it i was like okay like i'm gonna be okay Mm -hmm. But this year, in my head, I'm like, okay, let me work up until the last day of surgery so that, like, I'm distracted. Because I was a little nervous. Like, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And waking up from the surgery, I started seeing the people that were giving me stress. I started yelling out their names. That's And crazy. I was like, no, blah, blah, blah. No, blah, blah, blah. And the nurse was just looking at me like, like honey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Like, is everything okay? Are these people harming you? I could not breathe. And next thing you know is I looked like at the heart monitor and I turned over and I was like crying. It was like a panic anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. I wanted to wipe my tears off. And I think they thought that I was going to like hurt myself. Oh my God. And they restrained me. I look at the heart monitor and like, it's so sad seeing like, I literally saw my life flash back before my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like my life just like, boom. I can't. I looked at the heart monitor and it was going like 80. I literally 70. Went, yeah. 60. Oh my God. Dude. I saw it get down to I 42. Get, when he told me, I was yeah. freaking out. And I told D, like, I don't hate anyone, but like if I had an enemy, like I wouldn't even wish it upon them. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Because I think it's so sad that those people, like the names that I yelled out, gave me so much stress that had so much power and control over me when I was unconscious. Mm mm. Mm-mm. so stress that's why people die from stress no but- and if you pay attention like older people like if you ask them like what do they do for a living a laborer even though they work like hard work mm-hmm. or gardeners anything that's like labor probably looks better than someone that works at an office oh yeah for 100%. managing all that stress yeah 100 percent. 
And I'm like, I don't want to look like that. <laughs> like, I don't want to hate my life. No, yeah. So from there, I told Dee, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to take control over the situations and just cut them off. And that's what you did, though. And that's what I did. That's, that's what exactly did. what I did. Because I can't. It was so sad to me. Like, someone has that much control over me. There's no way. Yeah. Two people. No. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Imagine, like. Oh, my God. That gave me, like, chills. And we work so hard for our stuff, you know? Like, for everything that we have. For, like, you know. Yeah. Everything. And for that to happen. I. Coming out of surgery. My mom saw me. And she's like. I was pale. Did your dad see you? I didn't even ask. Okay. No. So. My dad's probably gonna see us. He's gonna be like, "Why don't you tell me?" <laughs> <laughs> but my dad's very like, me and him are super close. That like, he's very vulnerable when anything happens to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to put my dad through that stress. He was already worried about me going into surgery in the first place. So coming out of surgery, I'm in the wheelchair, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom looks at me and she says that I'm pale, and I was shaky for like two days. I couldn't even sleep. I told you, remember? Yeah. I was so scared to go to sleep because I was scared yeah. I was gonna wake up. Yeah. Because I told Dee, I was like, dude, I just saw my heart rate keep dropping. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to die. Yeah. And I didn't tell my dad, like, he was like, oh, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, everything's fine. Oh, my God. I don't even know how you played it off. Yeah, no. And my dad was just like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, 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 everything's fine. Because, no, my dad would want to go, like, be that person. (laughs) I think he would. (laughs) He's like, let me get it done for you. (laughs) And I told my mom, I think, like, maybe two days later. She knew something happened. She knew something was wrong. But I didn't tell her until about two days later. Yeah. Because same thing. I didn't want to stress them out. Like, I was staying over there and, like. That's what I'm saying. Like, overall, like, business does stress us out. Like, people don't understand. Like, they they see, like, the money. They see the. The perks of the it. The perks of it. They see, like, oh, my God. They're probably thinking. People are probably thinking, like, oh, my God. They, they're they so this, lucky. They have a luxury apartment. They drive these nice cars. They have their own, like... They go to these nice restaurants. restaurants and they, they have the this. shop. And, like, they have all this money. But, like, Mm-mm. with that, I feel like they don't see the stress that it gives you. At all. They you know? They don't see, like, what we have to go through. Like, can we make rent for the next month? Because that's the difference between, you know, our jobs and someone that works a nine-to-five. For yeah. someone that works nine-to-five, it's a guaranteed check. Like they have a steady income. They have steady income. Yeah, they know absolutely. they're gonna get paid. But us, like that's why we gotta take advantage when it's busy because like January is gonna be slow. I'm already oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. saying it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we gotta be careful with like our money. We got a budget. Like we've been really good actually. Oh yeah, we've been like really good. It wasn't like the first months, but we were. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about yeah. <laughs> what we did when we first we. <laughs> I don't think, Marlo, do you know this story? Hold up. You have to listen to this, okay? <laughs> so when we celebrated that we were moving out, so we had been looking. So after the podcast that we filmed, we just knew that she wanted to move out. I wanted to move out. So we were like, okay, let's move out, you know, because we both wanted to move out. And it kind of wasn't like serious at one point. It was kind of like, oh, yeah, we like want to move out. About we it, just yeah. talked about it. But then it started getting like really serious and it was like we were actually going like filing, to places, yeah. filing applications. submitting applications. And then we went to one that we fell in love with, yep. but we didn't get approved. Yeah. Not because of it was a certain reason. I think they were just like, the it was owners like, were like, how are we going to give this to like two, two girls? girls. Like, yeah, no that's what the reason was. But then we found 
This place. This spot, right? Was it the second spot? Yeah. Yeah, the second spot. Like, we literally just walked in, and the apartment had just opened up. It had just, yeah. And so it was just opening up. And the girl up. was like, you guys want to take it? Like, let's Yeah, go. and then it was crazy because we were like, oh, it's two girls, and they're like, you want a three-bedroom apartment? Because that's what we wanted. We wanted a three-bedroom. Yeah. And she was like, okay, you have to just submit this. I feel like at first she was kind of doubting us because she was like, they're really expensive, you know, which... They are. But <laughs> she was kind of like, I know. She was like, submit an application and then um, we need to say your pay stubs. And we're like, yeah. And then I remember. We just gave them our bank accounts. We, we gave them our bank accounts. And after that, I swear she treated us, she treated us like so different. royalty. Yeah. We were like, she kind of, she even asked, she's like, what do you do for work? And I was like, oh my God, girl, like you're asking too much questions. But anyways, aside from that, so once we got approved for it, I was like, oh, no, Z, we have to celebrate. But I don't want to do no tiny, like, celebration at Yard House or I don't want to do no fucking chilies. Like, I want to go to a bougie-ass spot. She was like, oh, I am down. So we went to Barton G. So we went to Barton G. <laughs> do you know what Barton G is? Okay, well, it's like this really you fancy. You just have to TikTok it. <laughs> yeah. You, it's a really fancy restaurant in, was it, like, Beverly Hills? Yeah, Beverly Hills. And we went. And I got a little too litty off the 1942 shots. And the bill had came up and it was like $600. Yeah. And then I said, this isn't enough. I came here to spend more. But it's because alcohol. Marla's looking at you. Marla's looking at you. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. And I... I don't she know was crazy. Like, she was lit. Like, <laughs> there was, like, three girls right next to us. They were celebrating, like, Anissa's birthday. They had flown from, like, where did they come from? I think Atlanta. 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 Yeah. And they were there celebrating. And Dee's like, shots for everyone. Like, let's get shots for... Marlo, they were $50 shots. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my in my God. head, I'm just sitting there, like... Bro, we have rent due next month. <laughs> like, so ended up being a way over six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. But when we split it, it was okay. I mean, we. <laughs> <laughs> but that was our celebration. We don't do I, that often. I don't want people to like, think like. I feel like that's why after that we didn't get a count a couch for five months. We barely got yeah, a couch. We just got our couch last week. Last week, yeah. <laughs> because we were like, how are we going to recover from this? No, no. But that's what we did for our celebration. But. It was, if you have a chance to go, go. Just don't spend that much. Yeah, just be smart. <laughs> don't, don't be Deanna. And so that goes along with it. Are you going to, like, going back to the business part, like, do you see yourself, like, hiring, like, how many employees do you have right now? Or, like, not booth, booth renters, right? Yeah, so right now I have renters. Okay. So I used to have, not, like, necessarily an employee, but I did have someone commissioned. Uh-huh. And it just didn't work out. You know, I feel like it's so hard finding an employee. It's so hard finding someone, like, to commission off because I feel like they have to go with the same values the same at work ethic because clients like when they come get serviced by one of us they're yeah. like expecting the quality and the work to be the same exactly yeah so it was just so hard uh, making it work but you know i do plan on hiring employees so right now i have a hairstylist in there she's been my best friend for like 12 years so. shout out to her she's shout out to cuts by alexia she like killed it with my hair <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she's she's there she's a hairstylist there the only one and then i do have um Paige. she does brow lamination tinting balm work mm -hmm. and i have a lash tech gato and then um i do have another renter but she'll be leaving so yeah but it's just us and my sister she's gonna start doing um the tiny tattoos the oh, fine yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. yeah so are you gonna give her a room 
Yeah, she already has a room, the little one. Oh. Yeah, she's going to be in there. So once that other booth renter leaves, what are you going to do? So I'm still like on the verge of like, do I want to hire an esthetician and have like a waxer in there and facials? Because they're the services that I'm like most busy with. Mm -hmm. And that I can't take new clients on for that. You know, because I'm busy with Ombre Brows. That's my number one service. And then Lash Lifts. So I think I am going to hire an employee. Mm -hmm. I think it's just better, you know, to give someone an hourly pay, Mm -hmm. you know, commission them out, bonus, whatever. Do you think you'll make more with the hourly or you'll make more with the booth renter? I think. Realistically. Realistically, like. Probably the first four or five months is going to be slow hourly. But I think realistically you can make more money off someone paying them out. Yeah. Like, just pay me rent. Yeah. If you already have, like, established out clientele that you can expand to. Yeah. Realistically, ideally, someone that you pay hourly should be able to make you more money. But it's not steady. It's not steady. Because well, it was steady. Okay, oh. it was. Yeah. At one point, it was. Yeah. Like, the girl that I had commissioned, like, at one point, like, she was making more money off my clients than, you know, what it was. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. It's just hard to please everyone. I think people, when you put it under your name, they expect the work to be either you or the same. Yeah. So when it's not the same, it's kind of like, I didn't come here for that person. I came here for you. Yeah. And they're kind of disappointed. And that's how that person doesn't come back. Exactly. And it, and it's hard. And it's just for like any job, you know, it's no, not yeah. like bashing on anyone or anything. It's just, it's how business is. And at the end of the day, like, just how they have to look out for their business and their income. I have to look out for my business because I built this from like the ground up. Yeah. You know, like literally from zero. And I'm not going to let like little mistakes or like little like drama come in between like the reputation of my business. Mm -hmm. So I think for now I'm just going to do a booth renter and then throughout time, like see how it goes. I'm going to see how my sister goes with my sister because she's going to be commissioned with me. Yeah. So... I mean, she's going to tap me up. Yeah, I know she is. I'm fucking excited. She already told me. She's like, she's going to be my model. Heck yeah, I'm going to be getting my booty fucking tied up. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's just hard. It's just hard. Like, finding the balance between, like, and we're cancers. Like, well, at least, like, I'm a big people pleaser. Milo, I'm sorry we're talking about cancer. We're talking about Zodiac. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm big, like, people pleaser. Oh, heck yeah, we are. And it's so sad. And I feel like I wish sometimes I wish I had, like, the control and the power, like, of not giving a single fuck. Yeah. Like, I really wish I did. But I can tell that everything affects uh, both of us because when you come home, you, like, show me something. And then you keep keep talking about it. And I'm like, I just, I I already know, like, oh, And she's invested the next day. It's like, Z, like, what happened? Yeah. Z. Z. Uh, What happened? Or, like, do I need to go? Or, like, I'll tell her what to say. Or, like, yeah. you know, like, there's certain situations. and Because I feel like, like you have a stronger character than me. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. Like She's too nice. I'm way too nice. I'm just like, oh. Deanna's like, like, Z, no. Fuck no. Like, this would not happen <laughs> at my shop. Like, And I'm just like. <laughs> I'm not mean, though. No, you're not mean. I feel like you just learn how to put, like, your foot down. Oh, yeah, yeah. With me, I'm just like. I just want everyone to be happy. So it's hard for me to be mean. Yeah. So then I feel like people take advantage of that. They take advantage of that, boo, for sure. They take but 2023, bitches. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> We're coming in. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to recognize me. They're not going to recognize me because I'm already starting to. Not care as much. Not care as much because it's like, no, like, I put in the work. Like, I put in the stress. 
you know, and I feel like people don't see that in the business aspect. Booth renters, like, if they can't come to make ends meet, they rely on us. Yeah. Who do we rely on? Nobody. We rely on them to, like, pay their rent. But, like, if they can't pay their rent, then we can't pay our rent. And, that and then they look at us like, like, it's just like, you know. I'm like, no, like, if you think I'm making money off you, like, I'm not, boo. Like, that goes to the rent. That goes to the rent. <laughs> like, like, we all work. Whatever you give. Is exactly. To, yeah, like, literally. So I feel like this year, like, having my own shop was literally, like, a whole learning experience. Yeah. I love it. I don't regret any single of it. I don't regret any, like, part of, like, anything that made it to what it is now. Mm-hmm. Nor any of the girls that were in there. Like, I have nothing against any one of them. Like, Nothing but love and support for every single one of them. If one of them was to go and open up their own shop, like, I would support them. A thousand percent, you know? And if anyone wants to leave or come, like, I have nothing against it. Because I feel like in this industry, everyone looks at it like, oh, like, you're going to do that now? Like, you're going to do the same thing I do? Like, competition. Competition. Like, we live together. (laughs) We do the same thing. So it's not like that at all. At least I'm not. No, 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 no. I don't see... I said this before. I don't see anybody as a competition. Hell no, because they don't do what I do. Exactly. Like, people yep. go to you for a reason. Exactly. And it's for the connection, it's not a really connection. for the... It's a connection. Because anyone can go wax a Brazilian. You can go to European wax there exactly. and have the best waxer there. Yep. And not want to cheat on anybody from... A, exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's why I say, like, I don't see anyone as competition. Like, support, love to every single one of these girls in the industry. Like, women, you know. We're grown-ass women. Women empowerment. Women empowerment. We're for grown-ass us. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way I see it. Yeah. Do you give it, like, what's your advice on, like, people that want to open up their own shop? Like, do you suggest to do it straight up like you did? Like, open up rooms and do booth rental? Or do you suggest on doing, like, like have them be commissioned in, in their salon? You know what? Honestly, like, the whole booth renter, like, rental thing was my dad's idea. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, my dad's, like, a businessman, like, hardcore. Yeah. He does construction. He's, like, a contractor. And when I was showing him, like, spaces to right now, because I wanted to stay in, like, Pasadena, Moscone area. Yeah, 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 yeah. My dad would look at these places like, like, what is this? If any of you speak Spanish, my dad said, ¿Y esta chingadera qué? He really said that? Yeah, he really said that. Because they were smaller. But they were nice. Like, the, they were nice. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. there was one in South Lake, and my dad said that, and I was like, Dad, like, bro, do you know where we're at? <laughs> And my dad was like, no. And my mom would do the same thing. My mom was like, it's just too small. Like, no, me hija, like, get something bigger. And I'm like, bro, are you going to be paying the rent? Because like, I know I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then my dad, he comes and like I showed him Chino Hills. And I've always loved Chino Hills. Like, Oh, that's. It's like yeah. beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, like we're going to live there next. For reals. Because Chino Hills. It's bomb. bomb. Mm-hmm. So I showed them and I was like, oh my gosh, look at this place. And my dad was like, see me. Like, let's go for it. He's like, look, I can build you seven rooms. You can rent out like five of them or four of them. Make one your break room. Like, we'll give you the biggest one because I do classes, right? Yeah. And he's like, come on, let's do it. And in my head, like, D, I saw the place since like June of last year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't sign the lease until November. Because you were contemplating. That. I was contemplating. I was scared. Yeah. And I was also scared because a lot of my clients come from Pasadena, mm-hmm. LA. Like, shout out to them that still comes to Chino Hills. So I was just like so scared. And in my head, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, okay, it's okay. Like, I started from zero once. I can start from zero again. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're good. Exactly. If you're good at what you do, but you know what? your clients will come, come They'll for come you. for you. Yeah. Like, I'm so thankful. And, like, it's just crazy. Like, the amount of support that we get from clients. Yeah. 
I have clients that drive from like Palm Springs, Bloomington, San Diego. Like I have a girl that comes to me from San Diego for her Brazilians. Yeah. San Diego from Chino Hills. San yep. Diego is two and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl. And I'm like, do you have family out here? She's like, no. <laughs> so she like, this is her self-care day. Like she'll come out to LA. She spends the whole day here. Like she gets pampered. She has her facialist out in Pasadena. And then she goes back home. Dang. So shout out to you, boo. You know who you are. <laughs> Dang. So yeah, my dad was the one that had the idea. He was the one that said, like, let's rent out rooms. Mm-hmm. And my dad's already like talking. He's like, Mika, like, where are we gonna go look at the next spot? And I'm like, bro, like, let me breathe. Like, I can barely handle this one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hold up. But yeah, it was my dad. I, honestly, if I could, I don't regret it one bit because you know, it's gotten to where we're at. But if you're scared to do it on your own and you're scared to open up your own business and you don't have um, someone to like back up on or someone to rely on, I thankfully have my parents. You know, I know like the, if the day were to come where like I absolutely can't pay rent. You got you. Yeah. Yeah. But if, you know, you don't have that support or you're just scared or you have family kids, that's different. I would say commission somewhere, build up your clientele. And then from there, you can look at salon suites. You can look at, like, smaller spaces. Yeah. Because anything... I just feel like people are so lazy nowadays that they don't want to put in the work, but they want to see the results. Did you hear that? That's period right there. Because that's true. It's true. It's true. Like, I like, feel like people are la- not necessarily... Okay, yes, lazy, but they're not consistent with it. Or they're not ambitious. They're not yeah, motivated. Yeah, they're not motivated or they don't push themselves to like do and, and it. That's perfectly fine, you know? Like there's yeah. people that are happy with their jobs. Yeah. Like and they want it as a side and job. And they want it as a side job. Like good for you. Yeah. But it just kind of upsets me when people like don't respect our industry. I feel like now it's getting more respect. Yeah. But I think back then it was just looked down upon like, oh, you're a hairstylist? Oh, no, you're for a real? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you wax Brazilians? Like, yeah, yeah bro. And? Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're the highest paying industry. Hairstylists. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Wait, no, you know what? Honestly, ombre powder brows are actually getting up there, though. Like, ombre powder brows. Ombre, like, all of that are getting, like, really there, up there. Right it's, it's growing. Yeah, it's a growing industry. But I honestly agree with you on that. I feel like people are not, they're lazy, but I feel like if you could do it with your DACA, going back to that, if she could do it as a dreamer, then you could do it as, like, you have everything. You have your papers. What's stopping you from, like, doing what you want to... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no excuse for people that literally... That's what I tell She like, has her... She don't have her fucking papers. I don't got shit. <laughs> but she's out here with her I'm own business. And, like, she has a fucking shop in Chino Hills. About to open up her second shop probably next year. It's like... this, yes. You know what I mean? That's how I see it because I'm, like... And people, you know, whether you judge or whether you don't, I really don't care. But I always bring it up. Like, yes, I'm DACA. Yes. Like, because, like, I started a bank. And they told me, like, we can't give you this loan. And I was like, they're like, do you have a citizen that can come and sign for you? Oh, my God. I would have been like. I was like, bro, no. (laughs) I'm like, what do I look like? (laughs) So that's the thing that sucks that. You know, like I said, thankfully I have my parents that support me. Yeah. And I can rely on them. But, and I hate relying on people. Like, I feel like we both do. Yeah. Like, first we'll figure it out. We'll cry and probably eat, like, Mama Chan or something. I will literally no, eat. I'll literally noodles. eat, like, a cup of noodles. Yeah. Or, like, 
no, no. There yeah. was a time where we said we were going to do that. <laughs> we said. Yeah, we were so slow. Stuck like, on cereal, stuck on Manuchan. We're not going out. We're staying home. The granola bars. We're going <laughs> to. We're going to go refill our water in our gym. <laughs> like, they got some bomb water in our gym. Did, and it's cold, too. <laughs> But no, and it, it made me so sad. Like, it gave me flashbacks back to when I went to college, and then it gave me that scholarship because I wasn't born here. Yeah. So, you know, realizing it, I was just like, I like I said, I took everything as a lesson. I took everything as it comes. Why am I going to stress or worry about something that I have no control or power of? Yeah. So I'm going to say, okay, that's completely fine. A year later, I still opened up my business. I yeah. still opened up my shop. So I just think it comes to work ethic. It comes to, like, how bad do you want it? Yeah. Because if you don't want it bad enough, then, like, of course, you're just going to sit there and, like, go home, watch Netflix. Like, no. Mm -mm. I feel like everyone always asks me the same question. Like, you know, is it a good idea to go solo? Or, like, how did you open up your shop? Is it a good business? Wait, you didn't, you went solo, like, right away. Yeah, I went solo right away. (laughs) Right away, right? Yeah, I went solo right away. I just took a chance of leap of faith, and I just said, it's because I'm really good at content creating. So You're so creative. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. I just, like, I, I just knew that I could do it without having to, like, work for someone. Like, I could build. I learned what I learned from Joanna. Shout out to you. I learned from her. And she told me what to do, how to do it. And from then on, like. And they have their academy opening up. Yeah, period. Yeah. Right, real so soon. I just, I from then to that, I was just like, I'm going to go by myself and. I feel like people do ask me, like, should I open up my own salon? Should I open up this? But if you, if don't you have believe steady, in yourself. Yeah, but if you don't have a steady income, though, Z, like, if you true. don't have a steady, not an income, or you don't have, sorry, like, clientele, I mean. Clientele. If yeah. you don't have a steady clientele, or you don't have, like, something a to. A drive. Yeah. Or a drive, or a push for it. Yes. We talked about it in our last podcast. I feel like COVID is the saddest thing that could have happened to some people because they lost family members. Yeah. But at least for our businesses, I feel like it, like, thrived. It did so well. People were desperate. Like, I had a client tell me, she's like, Z, how is it possible that I feel like it's so illegal to come get waxed by you, but I can go get weed at the corner? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, girl, she said said that. And this is my client coming from Pasadena, like, bougie white girl. (laughs) And she's like, how is it possible? And I'm like, you know what? It's just COVID. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So. That's crazy. I have a question, though. This is, like, another question that nobody <clears throat> asks you. What? How does your family feel that you moved out? Oh, my gosh. Why did you ask that, D? <laughs> <laughs> That's good to hold my life. Put her ass on the spot. No. Like, how does your family feel that you moved out? I was the first one to move out of my, like, out of my siblings. Uh-huh. And mind you, I have an older brother. Yeah. My dad was, like, like, he was sad. Mm-hmm. But I feel like my dad was like happy for me, like deep down inside. Even though he was just kind of like, "Damn, like my little girl's leaving," and I'm like so close with my dad, like super close, like besties, besties. Hell yeah! My mom, she would always tell my dad, like, "Oh, you better be careful because the day that she moves out, like you're gonna get sick and you're gonna get depressed and this and that." Bro, it was my mom that got sick. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't watch this again. <laughs> They're gonna, it was my mom. She got like, she caught like a flu or something. Yeah. Or I mean, I don't know what it was, but she yeah. got sick. And she was upset. Like, because it was like going through a really bad time with my parents. And they looked at me like a rebel child. Because all of my years growing up, and I feel that's why I'm so nice. And that's why I'm like, my character's so like, literally like minimal. Mm-hmm. 
because I would always like just work to making my parents proud. When's the next graduation? When's the next celebration? When's the next accomplishment? When's the next this? Yeah. It was never really about like, am I happy? Am I am I doing this for me or like for my parents? Yeah. So when I moved out, I think my parents looked at it like she's rebelling. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they thought like, I swear it's not my fault. Okay. She brought it up. She <laughs> brought it up. I was just like, all right, I'm down. You're like, let's do it. All right. Don't come for me. Because come for at me. one point my parents like, they're like, oh, it's probably that friend, Deanna, like that forced you to move out. And I was like, no. <laughs> because like, if anyone knows D, like my friends, some of you guys have met her and my clients. Like, she's the life of the party, you know? She makes Look at, it. I finished my wine bottle. Where are you at? I chugged mine faster than you. That's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they looked at it as, like, rebelling. My brother was kind of like, he's kind of like, fuck. I feel like he felt pressured to move out. Yeah. Well, he's older. He's older. Yeah. And, like, you know, you, we've just had, like, rough patches throughout, like, our lives, me and my brother. Mm-hmm. Like, our bond-wise. So I feel like when he saw me move out, he was kind of like, damn. Yeah. My sister was really, like, sad. Because yeah. me and her were, like, like we're, we're still super close. Yeah, yeah. But she was sad. She was, like, I had told her two weeks before we started looking. Mm-hmm. And then a week after, I told her. And I was, like, we got approved. <laughs> no, and she literally. was, like, yeah, she was, like, she's, like, you didn't even give me, like, a two-week notice. Like, <laughs> I was, like, bro. And my little brother, oh, I love him so much. I like, love, I he's my favorite. He's you, uh, your brother and your sister. Amanda. Yeah. She's just like, ugh. my brother is the cutest, the cutest thing. Yeah. Like sometimes people think he's adopted because he does not look like no, us at all. Like, you guys. like at all. <laughs> at one point, a lady at the market asked my mom like, oh, you're taking care of this baby? Like, he's so cute. And my mom was so offended. She's like, no, that's my son. Oh my God. Because he's like guerito, you know, yeah. he has like colored eyes, blonde hair. So... I was, like, more sad like, about leaving him, to be honest. I feel like my mom was... She was crying at first, but now she's... She's so happy for you, though. But she was so supportive. Chilling. Like, like, she is chill. Her mom would come and cook for us, like, almost every Sunday. <laughs> she would do the dishes for us. Yeah. She's like, I... No, Mika, like, I can't see the kitchen dirty. Like, I love your mom. Like, she was so <laughs> funny. She was like, oh, like, let's go get this and let's go get that. And you girls need this and you girls need that. Yeah. She bought us our Ninja Blender, like... That's how I make my smoothies. Shout out to you. (laughs) She's so so happy. She's just, at first she was crying, but now she's just like, she don't even call me. I feel like it was her, like, like her made a moment for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just like crazy how we went from me hitting you up on TikTok. She slid into my DMs. Slid into her DMs. (laughs) I literally slid into her DMs and now... We live We're, together. Oh my god, it's about to be a year of me yeah, knowing you. It hasn't even been Marlo, it hasn't even been one year of me knowing her and I live with her. What if something would have happened? You know, but I put God's faith into our hands. But the first moment that I met her, <laughs> it was kind of like, oh no, this is the one. Like you never feel like, oh, this is yeah, this is the one, you know? That's we, would how go, it was. we would go on our, on our dates, remember? Yeah, we it was like, like it was, we went on one date and then we went on another date and then another. And it was like seeing her like every week yeah. and talking to her like almost every single day. Yep. And then after that, it was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, am I in like a girl relationship right now with another esthetician? Like, it felt wrong. Yeah, I did. Damn. It felt like that. Damn. But we did it. You know, we're here. We're thriving. Yeah. We're so about I mean, to get a house next year. Fuck, dude. That's, bless. Bless the yeah. house. 
It's crazy. Where do you see yourself though in 10 years? Oh my gosh. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> I was um, like, we're probably still gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> <have> five dogs. <laughs> five no, dogs kids, no kids. No ring on our finger. <laughs> <laughs> like no. <sighs> no, I want I don't know what I think in 10 years. I feel like I see myself um so you're gonna be 35 D. Just think about it. Oh my god, I'm gonna have a lot of Botox. <laughs> oh, like we're already starting, baby. Like, no, I'm gonna. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I see myself. Don't say married. <laughs> no, I don't see myself. I don't even see my. No, I don't know. That's I just th- such a hard question. I think I see myself obviously opening up more shops, but like, are we talking like personally? We're we talking like business wise, because per- business wise, I know. Like personal, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Personal wise, I hope I at least have like boyfriend. A boyfriend, <laughs> I swear. Like many shit. Many shit. <laughs> Marlo's sitting there like shit. <laughs> He's like, I am the shit though. <laughs> I don't know. Personal wise, I don't know. But if I like business wise, like we always know what we're gonna oh, yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I'm going corporate for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna have different like beauty lounges and I'm gonna have like my education, like I'm gonna have my school ready open. Yeah. Probably have more than one school, gonna be like salon success. Like hell yeah. That's what I see myself. Yeah, yeah. That's what I see myself. What about you? Personal life, same thing. I, I don't know. I feel like our love life is so similar. Oh my god, dude! Can way I too just, similar. It's, <laughs> Little it's way crazy too how both of our exes are the same sign. <sighs> yeah. Shake my. And if you're watching this, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> blur that out. Yeah. That's another blur. <laughs> Personal, I, I honestly don't know. I've always said that I'm okay with having kids or not having kids. Like, I'm okay with either. I think we're good with dogs. Yeah, we're good with dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No cats. Maybe a lizard. A lizard? I can do a lizard. <laughs> I feel like it'll be interesting. You know, when we get bored of our dogs, we're like, let's go get a lizard. I used to, when I was little. Just how we get into so much random shit. Like, I used to have, when I was six years old, I had five lizards. Do you know? I, so, I swear, I had like. They're going to stay in your room or in your office because <laughs> they're not coming near me. I I'll think it's a like, fucking like. No, I'll kill it. <laughs> has anything happened like horror story wise with you? Like has a client- wait, wait, wait. So let's finish about business wise. Oh, remember when we went to Catch LA and we saw a name? Did you write the name down? What do you mean, what name? When we said we were going to open up um, a place in LA, like Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, wait. Yeah, you did. You wrote it down, boo. We thought about a name coming out of Catch LA. The day that uh, I got my, uh, the day we went to the surgery thing. I know. Oh, we met the girl and then we wrote down. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So you're going to about to see a business out in LA, Beverly Hills area. Oh, damn. DD and Z. I know. I honestly, like, I, I think, like, the next move would be, like, the solo salons. Yeah. We already talked about it. Yeah. Um, Because that's be, that'd be the biggest thing. Because I feel like a lot of people, like, well, you know what's There's crazy? so many girls going into this industry. No, yeah, but... Not all of them are licensed. That's what's crazy, you know? It's, yeah. It's, I don't want to say, I feel like it's sad for us licensed estheticians because we go through, like, so much fees, so much insurance. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like sooner or later, like, they're not going to need an as license. Did you yet. see that, um, we'll talk about no license, that the Board of Cosmetology approved to do business outside of an established license place? What do you mean? So, like, 
of course you have to be licensed, right? But yeah. that's why I'm saying it's the next step for people not to be licensed. Mm-hmm. Let's say you want to work out of your house. Mm. All you have to do is show the board that you've been licensed for two years. And that, oh, I'm going to work out of my house. Damn. And you got to let your customer know. Like, I am licensed, but it's going to be out of my house. They just passed this, like, last week on Friday. That's crazy. Yep. And, you know, before, like, people that were working at their house, I mean, it was illegal. It was, exactly. And it's, you know, now it's not illegal. But I told people when I was working outside of my house, when we were working outside of your house, like, mine was kind of different because, like, I submitted it to the city that I was working. Because I was, my neighbor works for the city. So he was seeing people coming in and out. He was like, this girl ain't up to nothing She, good. He like, literally, my uh, my neighbor across the street came to my house and said, hey, I have a question for you. And it's kind of personal. Why do a lot of girls come in and out of your house? I don't know what I would do if someone asked me that. Someone, No, literally my neighbor asked me that. He was drunk as hell one day, told my mom. He said, hey, by the way, like, I want to ask you something personal. Like, don't, you know, like, don't, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. But I see a lot of females coming in and out of your house, like, are you guys doing something you guys shouldn't be doing? And I was like, and I knew from that moment on, because it was COVID, I was like, fuck, like, I really do have, like, um, but at that point I was okay. Like I was safe. Like I knew, like I had, my mom told me like, no, like you have to say that you're working from home. Like you don't want to get caught up with anything. Like my neighbor literally told the city on my dog because it was barking too much and they came like basically took it away. Oh my, my dog. God, no. Yeah. I would have been so sad. So I had to. Yeah. But now that that passed, that's good, though. I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. But I feel like the licensing and the certification and the licensing are very different. It's such a great area, though, because some people like some people are just training to train, you know, period. And it's so sad because at least like I love what I do. You know, we both love what we do. It's like a passion. You know, at least I know when we both go to work, we don't come home or we don't leave home dreading it. Like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And there's girls that I see in the industry that post things like oh, I just feel like giving up, but I have to pay bills. No, for us. And I'm like, um, I love what I do. And <laughs> No, yeah, I feel like the people that are training, they, they learn something and they train it <clears> the go next train, week. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's like kind of where you draw the line. But there is this one, I'm not going to say, but it was it happened to where like I was charging like $500 with my waxing class. Would you really I give a full, at D. I Would no. you give a full kit for that? No. No, like. You know, you would just give the educational purposes, give the wax and have them bring their own things. And now it's like my wax class is like way more includes everything. But before, like, I didn't want to make it so much. But if I'm not going to make it that much, like, I'm not going to include because anything. Because you're, you're teaching like, you know, we both teach for passion. Yeah. We love what we do. But it got to a point where I yelled at you. I was yeah. like, no, Deanna. Like, oh, I had like a, <laughs> such a big lecture with her. I was like, why are you charging this little? For real. And even, like, her assistant agreed. She was like, no, D, like, I just went on C's website, and we got to charge way more. Like, there's no way. And I told D, and I was like, because these girls, I'm not even going to look at you right now. (laughs) But girls, you know, they can go and drop money on Botox. They can go drop money on, like, designer. They can go drop money on, like, $100 nails, even more. Yeah. And you're, like, literally investing for a class that's going to get you, like, way beyond what you think it will. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, like, our experience. We learned that on our own. Like, we have invested money. We've invested time. Like, everything. So I told Deanna, I said, no, you need to charge more. Like, there's no way. No, for us. Well, I, it's because I wasn't, like, including anything. Like, I was literally including, yeah, like, a no. bag of wax. And then, you know, like, I gave Still them my D, knowledge. Like, it's your knowledge that you're charging <laughs> yeah. for. It. It's your knowledge. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, how much could a kit possibly cost? 
yeah. $300, $500 at max, depending on what you put. No, for real. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're charging for, they're I learning like, from DD. Yeah. That's what it is. I just feel like a certification and a licensing are it's very so different. different. It is different. I feel like the certification is mostly for people that don't know or they're have, not sure. Like they they're have, not sure yeah. they want to do it, but like they just want to like an extra class to like teach them. Like for example, like if we don't, we learn wax, right? But we want to see a famous waxer's technique on like how does she do that, right? How does she, you know, or brows? Like you took like how many brow classes? Like freaking five or six, and yeah. it's like. She paid like two grand each class, but it's not like she already knew how to do it, but it's just to get an extra knowledge on how to do it mm-hmm. on someone else's technique on like how to do it. Like you learn a gist from everyone. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to take this what I learned from you, this what I learned from you. And yeah. I feel like it's our skills, our experience that literally is what we pass down. But that's why I like certifications. It's not necessarily like, you know, waste of money because there's some I, classes though. No. Some classes that are a waste of money because I took one. But there are some classes that are not because you do learn how that person does it and has it their way in their business. But there's other classes you're going to give like, oh, I took a fucking, I'm not going to say what class I took, but I took a $1,300 <laughs> class. It was Mine was 2400 and it was a waste of class. Really? How long was it though? It was it was a two-day class, but still. Mine was a two-hour class, $1,300, and I learned no. goddamn shit. I was so mad I walked out of there crying. Uh, Everyone I just pray to God that, like, I'm sure that none of my <laughs> students have walked out like that. But yeah, yeah if they yeah. ever do, like, I always tell them, like, if you feel like I didn't meet your expectations, call me. Let me know. Yeah, let me know. Like, I'm do confident in my work. I'm confident in my classes. I'm confident in because clearly what I'm doing has gotten me somewhere. So clearly I'm doing something right. No, for sure. Right? Yeah. So. For sure. That's how it is. I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like licensing soon is going to be able to, like, we're not going to be able to have or need that. But then again, it's like how they did the state board thing where they shrunk the hours, the hours. and they, took, oh, out and they practical. took out practicals. That pissed me off, though. Yeah. Like, I went to school, shit, seven years ago now. And, and uh, no, I did Cosmo. Oh, yeah, I remember. You saw me fucking doing those things on, like, the mannequins. Yeah. Like, I hated my life. I had no high school experience because of that. I was there from five to nine for two years. So now seeing girls literally like, it's like literally like a breeze. Like they're just walking and then they get to go take a written exam and they have their license. I mean, you guys are lucky. I am hating. I am a very, very <laughs> big, big hater. <laughs> <laughs> like, practical but you know what? It's where we're at now. No, yeah. We had to run out yeah, the kit. Yeah, but, uh, ugly ass suitcase. Oh my God. <laughs> No, and we had. Oh my god! It's anyway, who we are. But I just feel like that. I mean, it's dumb, and I feel like that's a dumb move for them to make because eventually, like, for sure, people. What if someone in Cosmo, like, and I don't know how you did the Cosmo, like, let testing, but you had to like bleach someone's hair. Like, what if they bleach someone's hair off? Yeah, you know what I mean. Ours, we had to do like a um, a bleach, a perm. Perm, you can literally fry someone's hair off. Like, if you leave it on way too long, I have no idea about that. Okay, a perm. You have to curl the mannequin. You have to show the application. And you have to, like, show with the timer how long you're going to leave it on there for. If you leave solution number one a little way too long, the minute you take those rods out, their hair's falling off. And see, how do you know if someone's going to freaking burn their hair off? Like, I don't understand. Like... They need to bring practical back. I don't care what no one says. If you disagree, I'm sorry to hurt your feelings. But if you're in school. But you know what? I've met a lot of girls now, a lot of my students yeah. and like clients that now want to go into beauty school. Yeah. 
I'm like, oh, so is it easier? Out of 10 people that I've asked that, that have gone through the exams, three of them have passed. What? Yes. The so others, it's, it's harder. The other seven are like, see, I can't pass it in. Like, it's so hard. And in wow. my head, I'm just like, girl, if you had to do the freaking practical, like, no. It was nerve wracking as hell. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I was the only stupid little 18 year old in that room. And they looked at me like, there's no way this girl's gonna pass. <laughs> I got the brains, sweetie. So when brains. they were announcing names out, and so they were announcing, like, they announced probably like five girls. And they were like, so and so fail, so and so fail, so and so fail. And in my head, I was like, damn, like, fuck, they're announcing all the failed girls. And then you hear Celine Rodriguez. I kid you not, like, my soul left my body. <laughs> I was so scared. In my head, I was thinking, I was like, fuck, my mom's going to beat my ass because I didn't pass. And she's like, Celsine Rodriguez. She didn't even pronounce my name. Passed. And I was like, oh, thank fucking God. God. Yeah. So when people tell me they don't pass, I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I mean, I heard it's going to be a lot harder now. Um, now that I'm like doing well. At least they should do sanitation, though. Oh, yeah. As a practical. Sure. I feel like they should do that. Yeah. I honestly think they should do the whole test, but that's, just, like, that's me. just how I feel. I'm just a hater because <laughs> I had to do that shit. But like, I mean, you you can. I mean, they can do whatever they want. I mean, at the end at of the end of the day, we have no say. In what we they have do. no say. Like, <laughs> we're just complaining, <laughs> hating. That's what we're doing right now. All right, enough about that. Have you had any horror stories? Can I can I just go first really quick? No, I had a I have a, I have like a, recent or yeah, like um. Oh, you know what? It's kind of very inappropriate. I'm not going to say it. I'll tell you it later. This happened to me last week, though, but it's very, very inappropriate. I'm not going to talk about it. It's too much. But it's really, <laughs> it's really bad. Okay. But it's like, I can't talk about it because there's probably kids under 18 watching this, and I don't want to do that. We got to be an example. We got to be, yeah. Leave by So, <laughs> what about you? I don't know if I said it in the last podcast. Did I mention it? The girl that had poop in her butt? Yeah. I did? Okay. Yeah? Yeah, because you said, like, my job is not to speak. Yes, there you go. Oh, Okay, so you can go watch it if you didn't. Yeah. Um, A horror story. Aside, I mean, I feel like all my horror stories were at my last job. I'm very thankful for, like, my clients now. They're very, 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 very clean. Mm -hmm. But horror stories... um, there's been a few, but some of them are like low key inappropriate too. Yeah, and I, like, I don't want to put that out there. Yeah. Well, I had one like literally the other day. Like, I popped a blackhead and it popped on my chin. Okay, see that happens all the time, <laughs> no. but I feel like it just comes with I, it. You know what I mean? But it's I, happened to me like five times where like I'm popping it and, and it, it just squirts. squirts. Yeah. Like it's disgusting. This one popped all over my steamer. I kid you not. I kid you not, I should have worn a mask. I don't know what I was thinking. I started wearing masks. No, I I just thought, you know, I... Just... Wait, I did have a client that... It's not a horror story. It was just so <laughs> awkward. I was doing her lash lifts and, like, I took an hour and a half doing lash lifts. Yeah. Homegirl knocked out, like, dead asleep. Like she was snoring? Like she was snoring. Damn. And I was like... We're done. <laughs> you were all tapping her. And she doesn't wake up. And I run to the front desk and I tell my sister, and I'm like, dude, like she's not waking up. <laughs> and my sister's like, did you tap her on her shoulder? And I was like, yeah. So I go back into the room and I'm like, all right, we're all done. You can open up your eyes. Oh my God. She did not wake up. So at this point, I'm just like, 
like I like got close to her and I was like, is she breathing? Like, you is know, she good? is she good? That's a liability. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, we don't got coverage for that. <laughs> so I was just so scared. I was like, oh my God. And my sister's like, she's like, what do I do? And I was like, okay, like, why don't you blast the music? Uh-huh. So she like blasted the music and like homegirl like literally just moved and like fixed herself. And I honestly like D like I grabbed her and I said, all right. Like you literally like I literally like grabbed her arm like that. (gasps) Oh my god. And she was like, oh my gosh, did you tap me? I was like, girl, it was more than just a tap. Like I literally (laughs) strangled your arm. I was like, yeah, we're all done. I was like, go ahead and go ahead and take a look. See if you like it. (laughs) Oh no. I I I had this. I'm not I just had a freaking pimple pop. Squirted on my chin, almost by my lip. Squirted all over my steamer. Squirted all over my life. You know, your next TikTok should be like, just get a little taste. And then the- oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's happened to me, but I was wearing a mask. So I was like, oh, thank no. God. I, I decided to get, <laughs> I, I usually do wear a mask, but this time I was just like the one time when I don't do extractions. Without a mask. Without a mask. It happened. And I was like disgusted. I literally grabbed Barbicide and don't do this. I put it on my chin. <laughs> no, dude, at that point, I would have grabbed some like Clorox wipes or some cavi wipes. Like, <laughs> hell no. Like, I just like, I was so scared. I thought I was going to get infected or something. That's my biggest fear doing ombre brows. Because some uh, girls like bleed because they don't listen to the inst- or they don't read the instructions. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what if she has something or like, what if I catch something? Yeah. So I, I'm like, I'm sure that like anything that has blood on it, I'm like, nope, you're going to the biohazard. Like, nope, nope. No, absolutely. Like, it's just so scary. I feel like people look at our jobs like, oh my God, Because it's, it's an open, like an open wound at that point. Like you're like going, like you're, not a wound, but like it's open skin. Open skin. So yes. you're kind of like, the blood is just there and it's just like, <laughs> I can't do that. I mean, I yeah, do Omri, no. but I don't do it on the, like, it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, like, no, thank you. No, I can't. I can't. I can't be doing that all the time. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I feel like we go through stuff, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, our business has been good. It was a little slow, right? It was a little slow. But you're not alone. If you were slow, you're not alone. Everyone, literally everyone's been going through it. I feel like you've been to some restaurants, too. Oh, yeah. The retention is just. I feel like people are just scared to spend money right now. Yeah. But this past month this past month has been good. And I feel like the busy season is coming. Yeah. So we'll be fine. What do you think are like, what's your advice on like people that should, you know, like are struggling with that? I honestly, like I, I don't want to be like, say like content and content. Yeah. It's good, you know, to put your business out there. But my biggest advice is like literally pre-booking your clients. I feel like that's the one thing that people always forget mm-hmm. is pre-booking. Anytime my client leaves, my receptionist is like, oh, how was your service? Do you want to book your next appointment? Don't make it an open question. Just be like, let's book your next appointment. Would you like to come back? Yeah. Write that down. Yep. Write it down. When would you like to come back? Let's pre-book you. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't do. So mm-hmm. I feel like pre-booking... And when it comes to my clients' birthdays, like, you got to reward your clients for their loyalty, for their love, support. Absolutely. I have so many clients that refer me clients. And it's like, I send them, like, you know, here's a little gift for your birthday, like, a little discount or something. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's my biggest advice is just really, like, make the clients that you have happy 
because they're going to send you their cousin, their mom, their aunt, yeah, their friends. Yeah. And don't give up. Like, as bad as it can look and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to make it. It's so hard. What's that saying? Or, like, someone said it once. Like, how can I do this if there's so many people doing it? And they yeah. say there's so many water brands at the store. Like, you walk into a water aisle and you see so many brands, right? Mm-hmm. If they can do it, like, I'm going to stand out. There's a reason why people like Fiji. You got to be the Fiji of your industry. I like essential water, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> Essential's bomb. Essential's bomb. <laughs> Fiji's just like a perk. <laughs> that's, like if, <laughs> that's if you want to go a little extra with the water. <laughs> we'll do it. No, I feel like that's it's for so real. True. It's yeah. like, like I said, I don't see a lot of people are in the industry doing the same thing, but like I said before, like it makes whatever makes you stand out makes you stand out. You know, there's a reason why people followed you from European. There's a reason why people followed you from, you know, from Pasadena to Chino Hills. There's a yeah. reason why they did it because it's you. People will follow you if you have a good personality and you're open and you're loving and you know and you show them that you care. It's the bond that you create. Yeah. I like, think that's what's most important. Yeah. And I it's feel like bond. that's how you get a clientele like. I get it asked all the time, like, how do you build your business? How did you do this? How did you get this many clients? And you, you know, know what? So many people ask, I feel like the wrong questions. Yeah. That's because true. at the end of the day, if you don't have the ambition, if you don't have the work ethic, if you don't have literally what it takes to do what you want, I can literally tell you, I can literally write it down like step one through step a thousand. Yeah. But are you going to do it? More than likely, people don't. Yeah. And I feel like, too, like, when it comes to, like, personal life and business life, like, whatever I go through as a personal life, it's like, whatever I'm going through personally, I don't take it to my business. So if I'm feeling sad one day, I don't let it, elect, I don't let it affect my... Maybe that's why I love life so bad. <laughs> no. I'm like, it doesn't phase us. No, literally, like, if I'm going through a breakup, if I'm going through, you know, arguments with my family or arguments with my friends or I don't let it affect how it is with my clients, like, I'll keep the same energy with every client. Yeah, Because exactly. if I show 100%. them that I'm sad, if I show them that I'm, like, you know, not feeling it, then their energy is going to be just as low as mine, you know? And I don't want that. I want to uplift. That's what my job because is. Because a lot of people come here, like, they literally save to come to see you. Literally. It's their, like, one day maybe for moms or for, like, girls that work nine to fives. It's their little hour of escape. Like, yeah. It's their little, like, relaxing time. The last thing they want to do is be listening to your to drama your and what you're going through. Exactly. And, like, there's clients that just come to you to vent. Literally. It's, like, we're their therapists. We're the ones that they come and they tell us, like, like, I had a client freaking cry to me the other day because of what she was going through. And I was just, like, crying with her because... Oh my God, okay, finish. <laughs> and I was just crying because I was like, I felt her. Like, I felt whatever she was saying. And I was like, damn, like, I had problems of my own that time. And I kind of wanted to vent them myself, but I'm not going to do You're that. You're like, yeah, girl, me too. I was like, <laughs> but what she was going through was like a big emotional, like, it was just like this. And I was crying. I was like, oh my gosh. And that was the second time that she had an appointment with me. And I was like, damn. You're like, I could relate so much. I, girl, yeah, but. I was like. Damn, you got a bad. <laughs> yeah, like, if I think I got a bad, like, damn, you, you got, got it worse. worse. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
that oh one's really God. bad. But no, but for real, it's like I really do take in perspective of what clients have to say. And then I, you know, I listen to them. And that's why it makes me different because I listen to what they have to say. And then when they come back again, I'm like, hey, how are you from the last time I seen you? Because I knew you were struggling with this, this and that. And then I remember one client told me, like, you actually listened to me. And I was like, I did listen. Like, You're like girl, that's just like common sense. Like, yeah, that's what like I do. listen to you and I care for you and they like that you care. You get me? Yeah. It's what makes you apart from yeah. everyone else. Yeah. That's the biggest advice. Just be unique. Yeah. Have a reason of why people want to come back. You know, it just goes more outside of your work and like your service. Why are we laughing? Because <laughs> I was going to say it, but I think it's a little too obvious if I say it. What? Remember I told you about that client that stopped coming to me because I told her to go watch The Ultimatum? And she watched it with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a big horror story. That was, that way. We're going to go a little over time. Hold on. Because that was on some. <laughs> you guys, of course, watched The Ultimatum. Like, I watched it. You oh, watched it. Oh, my God. That's... I, like, I hate that show, but it's like, whatever. I told this client, like, hey, you should go watch The Ultimatum. Uh-huh. And I told her, like, hey, you should go watch it. I didn't tell her, like, hey, go watch it with your man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't go watch it with her man. And tell me why, like, she literally stopped coming to me. Because I guess after watching that, her and her fiancé, because they were engaged. Yeah. They had some unfinished conversations that they didn't have prior to getting engaged. Oh, my God. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go too detailed into it because, like, I don't know. This is when we overexpress, though. Yeah, this is when we overexpress. <laughs> and, like, she was asking me for my advice. She's yeah. like, Z, what would you do? And in my head, I'm like, and me and her were really close. Like, she's in the industry, too. And she knew my problems. I knew her problems. And I told her, and I was like, you know what? Like, aren't you going to therapy? I've gone to therapy myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's nothing wrong with it. Absolutely not. At all. Because the best thing you can do. Hell yeah. I feel like people look at therapy kind of like, oh, you're crazy or you're psycho. But it's like, no, like it helps you. It just gives you a different perspective, a different outlook in life. Mm-hmm. And when I told her that, she's like, you're treating me like I'm crazy. I don't want to come back to you. Like she literally like stopped coming to me and getting serviced. And she would come to me once a month, like religiously. Mm-hmm. And... Next time I saw her, before she stopped coming to me, I was like, hey, how's everything going? Yeah. And she's like, you know what, Z? Like, I really don't want to talk about that. She's like, I was really vulnerable and it was a bad time for me. But after your advice, I just feel like what you told me to do, like, I just feel like I'm crazy. I feel like it's my fault. I feel ungrateful. I feel unhappy. Um, Me and my fiance have had problems. And in my head, I'm just like, girl, like. She probably think you were doing some something. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, what was I doing? And the craziest thing is, like, that's what I always say. It's such a small world. So I, anyone that I meet or anyone that's, like, in my close friends, I always tell them, it's a small world. Don't forget that. Because her, like, one of her close friends was coming to me. Her nail tech was coming to me. Her lash tech was coming to me. And she stopped going to all of them because she didn't want anything to do with me. Damn. So that was like probably the biggest horror story I had this year. Damn. That's crazy. I would never have that. And I didn't tell her like, hey, you should go do this. Yeah. All I said was like, if I were you, this is what I would do. Because she knew my situationship. Not situationship. It it was a situation. It was a situation. (laughs) 
<laughs> Anyways, she knew what was going on in my personal life. Yeah. So I told her, I said, hey, this is what I would do. Mm-hmm. But I think she just ran with it and she didn't know what to do after, like, everything fell down on her. That's crazy. Whatever. That was the worst part. I just want to end this podcast really quick and I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm a- okay, we're checking it real quick. But I want to put this on the spot on how I really broke my foot. And this is to all the clients that know the story Wait. and know that I'm not lying and I'm going to make it really glimpse of what happened. <laughs> no, I'm going to make it because she has her st- Okay, so there's her story, my story, and there's the truth. And this is the truth because we're going to come out with this on the podcast. Okay? <laughs> we need the video from the restaurant though. Yeah, we do need the video. Okay. I'm going to tell my story okay, and you kind of tell it. me, okay? Tell but we're going to make it short. <clears throat> so... We were went to a restaurant in Newport Beach, and I'm not going to shout this restaurant out because that's where I broke my foot, but it was a very- I wanted to be cute and take her on a date. <laughs> very, very excellent restaurant. This ve- this restaurant was amazing. It was The food was excellent. The service was bomb. It makes me sad that she broke her foot because we can't I go back. I literally am so sad. But on the way, walking into the restaurant, she was wearing these slippery heels that she fell yeah. going towards our table, okay? Now- I tried catching her, but I didn't catch her. She just kind of like slid. I slid. Like I almost fell, but I didn't didn't fall. fall. Yeah. So then we sat down or whatever. And I knew at this point, like we were drinking a little bit too much mimosas. But I was kind of like, I'm always like the one that's like. Let me not drink that much. Yeah. Yeah. Let me not drink that much. I can handle my alcohol. I knew what I'm doing. Like da, 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 da. Right. And they were pouring us. Y'all, like, it was like... Like the server was like, shh, don't snitch on us. Yeah, don't snitch on us. It was like this much of champagne and like two drops of like orange juice right so whatever we're leaving the restaurant in the same exact spot that she fell on the way in she falls on the way out now this time i tried catching her she's in front of me and i tried catching her and i remember i put my wrist and my foot it was like right there that she landed on my foot now it's not her fault because again the floor was slippery Okay, let's get that straight. I've told a couple of my clients the name of the restaurant, and they're like, yeah, it's, like, super slippery there. No, it's, like, super ridiculous yeah. slippery. And and she did fall on my foot because there was no other way. I think you just twisted it, to be honest. I, I kid you not. At first, I thought I twisted it. How was I acting? No, no, no. So she was acting like she was fine. She's like, I can drive. I can get us home. Like, it was probably the worst day of, our, of our lives at that <laughs> no, point. that was the like, worst day the of my wor- life. Like, if I could go back in time and erase a day in my life, <laughs> it would be that day. Because... It didn't end there. Like, <laughs> no, no, there's a lot way there's more. A, more no. I can never talk about it. It's yeah, like, it's just like it didn't happen. Skeletons in the closet. But I promise you, on the way out, it was just like, it happened so fast to the point where, like, I fell, I broke my foot. She but, drove home. But I drove home with a broken Wait. foot. And I was like, D, I think you're finding this just sprained. <laughs> but can I tell you, I have never seen Zelzine this ever mad in my entire life. My mimosa went away i was so sober at this point i just wanted to be home but she's like fuck that put that out she's like fuck that i'm gonna go make these people pay for what they did to you i have a video of the manager and she has a video of literally the manager saying i'm gonna because i don't have health insurance okay so she was (laughs) like um i'm gonna pay i'm gonna make them pay for whatever they did to you 
And I was like, no, Zeldin, it's fine. I just want to go. Nope. My foot just started swelling and getting purple and bigger and bigger. And then I didn't go to the hospital that day. I know I should have, but I didn't because I was so stubborn. And she said she thought it was just spray. I thought it was a spray. And I said, oh, I'll just wrap it, put ice on it tomorrow. She'll be fine. Come home. She comes home. And we both come home. <laughs> and we both come home. And, you know, like, we go to sleep. We wake up the next morning. And I tell her, like, I need to go to the hospital. And no, she, I, I walked into your room and I looked at her foot. It was, And I was like, I think we should go to the doctor. <laughs> and, and it I was took her to urgent care. It was so bad to the point where I couldn't walk. I literally was crying. Yeah. And we went to urgent care. She brought me because I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't even know how I drove home. That whole day I was so quiet because I felt so stupid of the day before. Like, we're not going to ever, ever, ever talk Horrible. about that. But I literally went to the urgent care, did some x-rays. She was with me the whole time. And they were like, your foot's broken. And I look at her. And the doctor was like, how did you do it? She's like, so how did this happen? Did you girls brunch too hard? I was like, girl, were you with us? Because that's exactly what happened. And I look at Z and I just start busting laughing because i have no idea what to say i felt so bad like i honestly <laughs> thought like even like when we sat down remember i told you i was like okay we're gonna walk out this way because the entrance is closer to us remember because we were supposed to go on the we other were side. supposed to exit out the other side yep. because of how slippery it was and when we walked out like i don't know why we didn't but we walked out the other way yeah and i remember slipping and like literally falling on my knees because my knees were bruised i have pictures <laughs> so when d was like i tried catching you and i broke my foot and i was like girl how because i landed on my knees yeah but i think like you just slipped in like I, I think i what i happened was like i lean i don't you know necessarily I think you just know. like went like this and i remember because i had broken my wrist and and that was the same foot you had your surgery on, right? Yeah, that was the same foot yeah. I had my surgery on. I also broke my wrist, but I didn't know that until a couple literally of weeks like later. A, yeah. yeah, literally. I, I found out my wrist was broken. Not quite, but it was broken. But we made a lot of memories together. No <laughs> <laughs> freaking almost year we've been together, huh? Yeah. All right, boo. Well, this is the end of our podcast. We always end a podcast with a quote. What quote did she use last time? I don't even It was remember. a really, I remember last podcast, you were almost crying. Yeah, I know, and I didn't want to cry. Yeah, I don't remember what I said. I don't know. It was it was pretty emotional. It was an emotional podcast. But do you want to change it? You want to use the same one? I don't even remember. I think I, I'm gonna just say like one thing. I'm gonna do one thing. Like, whatever you do in life, whatever it is that you do on a daily basis, or whatever it is that your goal is, just make sure you do it right. Yep. Do it with everything, your energy, your effort. Give it your all. And just do it right because we only live one life. Yeah. And don't give up. Don't give up. Keep going. If I can do it, so can you. Maybe yeah. that was it. I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> if I can do it, so can you. It should be an advertisement for Nakas. <laughs> what is it called? Like a slogan? A that slogan. should be your slogan. If I can do it, so can, can you. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you and I'll see you tonight, tomorrow, and, and the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.